Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Team Building Podcast. If uh, I sound a little bit different, that's because this is Andy Cuny running this episode, not Jeff Cohn. So I wanted to make sure and let everybody know that today's episode is going to be amazing. Um, We're going to be interviewing a top team leader from Texas, from the, I like to call the Metroplex because it sounds way cooler, but from from Fort Worth, Texas. Her name is Danny Hampton. How are you, Danny? I'm doing great. How are you, Andy? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. So I've been looking forward to this one for a long time. Um, I've been waiting for us to get you on the podcast. Um, just full disclosure, um, we've gotten to know Danny um, for, for a while now because she is actually one of our ERS um, clients. Danny, how long have you been an ERS client with us? Uh, I joined right after that team building summit last year. Perfect. Last year was it? You mean uh, the, just 20, this, like June? Oh, never mind. This year, hello. <laughs> I'm, moving, right? I'm moving into 2023 already. You're like, mm, I'm already, I'm already out. So you've already <laughs> done your goal plan. <clears throat> Sorry, your goal setting, your <laughs> business planning, oh. all that's done. So okay, yeah. so you've been with us for about six months. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Very cool. Okay. So if you're anything like, or if the listeners are anything like me, um, I think I was telling you this off camera is I always kind of half listen to the guest until I know about them. Cause I want to know why I should be listening to them. Right. And then their answers make more sense. Cause I'm like, I can relate it to what type of business they're doing. Okay. And how they're set up. So why don't we start off first <clears throat> is tell everybody where you're located, what the average price point in your market is, uh, how many units did you guys do last year? What are you guys uh, looking to do this coming year? And um, how many agents do you have on your team? How 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 many of you recruited recruited recently? That kind of stuff. Because now me as a listener, I'm going to be like, okay, now when she answers questions going forward, I can at least relate it right to myself. So let's hear it. Tell us all about Got yourself. Got it. All right. Awesome. So uh, I have been in real estate for going on to 10 years in 2023. I've gotten to real estate in 2013. Um, I have a team of six currently that is with me and my husband as the team leads. Um, and we have two, um, two admin and two agents. Okay. Um, we sold in 2021, we sold 103 homes. Okay. Uh, about 40 million uh, in volume. Okay. Uh, average price point around 400,000. Thank you for adding that in because I was like, nobody's going to want to do math. Danny, do it for. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and by the way, I'm out of South Lake, Texas. That is kind of central to Dallas, Fort Worth, but a majority of, of our business is on the Fort Worth side of DFW. Um, okay. And when you say we, South Lake, is that also, is Carol, is Carol close to that? Uh, so Carroll is the school district. South okay. Lake Carroll. Perfect. Okay. Got it. Yep. My brother used uh, to coach at Frisco. He used oh, to be a it. coach at Frisco and I would hear all these different schools. So sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. Um, so for 2022, uh, so having a, a team size of um, six, I've had a team for about five years. 
Um, okay. been fa- been failing forward this entire time. I've consistently been doing about a hundred transactions year over year for the last three years. Okay. Um, we're going to be probably below that number this year, especially okay. with the market shift. Um, but we've also had a big shift in our business. So we are now going into 2023. For one, I have an agent who had gotten promoted to success manager on my team. Nice. Um, and with that, now that she has uh, gone through her first 90 days, we are now going to be onboarding four new agents in January. Whoa. So you have two agents now and you're going to be tripling that in the next yep. month. Yes. And you did, you're doing that because you have the systems and people in place. Yes. Ah, I love it. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit of a ERS uh, training and everything that we've learned. I have realized I had to step back to move forward. I love the, Okay. So question is um, when you, so you hired an agent who became your success manager. Is that right? Was she an agent prior yes. to? Yes. I hired her last year. Um, and she was an agent with me all year round. And uh, we had come to the decision that we felt like she had more talents, even though she was a very talented agent, she had more mm-hmm. talents to coach and hold agents accountable. Okay. So does she um, still sell? Uh, she is currently still selling. She is hoping to get out of selling uh, very quickly. She just She's very focused on the culture of our team. And we have a, a pretty big goal for next year um, to hopefully double our sales. Okay. So you want to do 200 units, two something. Yes. And we're, our price point has been slowly moving up. So right now I can imagine that we're, we're mainly aiming for 80 million. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. That's real with six agents. Wow. Okay. So I remember like back when we were doing like three or 400 units back in like 2013, 14. And, but our average price point was like 210. <laughs> so it was, you know what I mean? It was just amazing. We're like, Oh my, when we got to a hundred million, we were like, wow, but it took us like 500 transactions to get there. <laughs> Yes. So I would um, like to do less transactions if I can. <laughs> I love it. So, but here's the deal. So if you want to do 80 million, obviously, I mean, a hundred units on your own, right? And when I say on your own, it's never on your own, right? I mean, you've got your husband is, um, is working with you as well, but you yourself, right? Are doing the hundred units. And then you're hoping to get another hundred units. It sounds like from your team, because I'm assuming nobody wants to say, I want to sell 200 units and then wants to sell 150, right? Nobody wants to do that. So I'm assuming that you want to get that other 100 units from your six agents, right? Yep. And we actually have a goal to onboard uh, 10 agents in 2023 where we would end up with 12. I love this. Yes. And so now 12 agents doing 10 transactions each, you've already surpassed your goal. Right? Because I don't want to do a hundred. <laughs> there you go. And then, and then this is, this leads us to the next question: is is team leaders always say, "Well, when do I step out? Right? When do I step out of the business? How can I step out of the business?" And we always say, "When your team is making you the same amount of money as you were making on your own." And this, a lot of team leaders never get to that point. You don't know how many times, and you've been to our workshops, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When we go around the room and everybody's like, oh, uh, we did 240 units and we did 180 units and all these great numbers. And you're like, this is really cool. And they're great. Take your units out of it. What you did, right? As a team leader, how many units did your team do? And then we hear numbers like, oh, 32, right? Or 17 or 40. And you're like, oh, right? The business yeah. wouldn't be successful without the Rainmaker. 
And what we know from, you know, listening to Jeff so much is it's not truly a valuable business unless it can operate without, with you removing, with you removing yourself, right? And if your team removed yourself right now, it wouldn't work, would it? It wouldn't run. People would have to, have to go look for another job. (laughs) Yes. And I think that was my big aha over the last six months is been consistently working on how can this business survive without me? Yes. Perfect. I love it. And that's where people, that it buys you freedom, right? But then it also, it's kind of like the book, Extreme Ownership. Uh-oh, right? Now that I, I, re- I, I, I replaced my units, right? With other agents and helping them be successful so that they can live their why and all of that. But now what do I do with my time? Like, what if you actually did stop selling, right? What are you going to do with 60 hours a week, Danny? And then that's where you have to decide, what is it that I do with those 60 hours? Do I pour it into building the team? Probably. Do I pour it into investing in real estate? Probably, right? It's the scary and exciting question that you actually get. That's a real question because you get to ask it, right? Because you can actually act on it. The questions aren't scary when it's like, well, I couldn't act on it anyway, right? It it doesn't matter. It's always great to daydream because you're like, well, I'll never really have to find out. But this is where you're setting yourself up. Okay, so if you are, so I have a question. You have this agent. Um, uh, what was her, Christine, right? Is her name? Yeah, yeah. Christine. So Christine's crushing as an agent and that's probably a hit too because you're like, oh, I have this agent who's doing units and now I'm going to have them stop doing units, right? And, <laughs> and have them do other things. And that was always, we always found that out is we had our growth over the years where we would have, we would keep continuing to grow, but we would be removing our top agents to put them in positions of leadership. Oh, yep. And we're, you always have to replace those units and you're, and it seems almost counterproductive, right? But that also comes from a mindset of scarcity. I have to, I, we have to, as leaders, say to that person, is it your goal to want to sell 40 units again? Or is it your goal to want to have other opportunities, right? And obviously, Christine wanted to have other opportunities, right? And well, you had... Oh, go ahead. This is there's a story here. Well, I was just going to say, I think mainly because we uh, we dived into obviously coaching Mm -hmm. uh, this year when Christine was kind of new to our world. And she obviously was an agent. She was doing a great job. But I could Mm -hmm. tell that she wasn't feeling fulfilled by the transactions. Gotcha. Um, And I think she saw that leadership opportunity. um, And I think she saw a um, a opportunity. Sorry, my team lead just walked in (laughs) of my office. Um, She saw an opportunity for our growth. And Mm -hmm. I think she took herself out of that. Do I want to be an agent for 10 years? Just like how I've been an agent for 10 years. And she's like, ooh, maybe I don't want to be an agent for 10 years. Maybe I can jump on this leadership uh, role early on and actually grow this team. And th- I think the moment we exposed her to our coaching and ERS, I I mean, that's where she never even got the, got the chance to have that type of mindset. That's awesome. I well, and just it, it literally, it's a, it's a domino or snowball or however you want to say it, but it, it has that effect where your mindset was changed, right? Because you had been kind of spinning your wheels, failing forward with the yep. team, right? Just kind of every once in a while you yep. get a few agents here, but you were focused on what transactions because yep. transactions were how you paid the bills and made money and all of that. You changed your mindset, and credit to you, you actually did acted on that mindset 
and you created opportunities for somebody to come in your world. Imagine if you would not have had that mindset, right? You had not changed your mindset and then acted on it. Christine could have been just another agent who comes in, does some deals for a while, unfulfilled, is with you for a year and a half, and then decides to go off and do something else, right? Yep. And I, but, yep. But the fact that you were able to change that and create, we always talk about it. Why, why do people lose agents or lose talented people? It's because we haven't created the environment that allows them to have opportunities and be successful. So kudos to you, you did that, right? And then guess what? Now you're going to have the largest team. I don't, have you had a team that's been six agents before? Uh, no, I haven't. I have, um, I've gotten to three agents other than myself. Um, but other than that, every time I've always added somebody, I always lost somebody. Um, and that's where we started to learn how we needed to start hiring in kind of multiples, uh, to onboard multiple people at the same time. Um, so yeah, learning all of those things has really helped us set up our processes and our onboarding, um, but also having all of the tools that we need to make all of these agents successful. That's awesome. I know that uh, when you said you're going to be at six agents here in January, and then um, your goal was to another six or another 12? Another six. So we're hoping... To get to 12. Yeah, we would like to get to 12. Obviously, uh, you know, keeping the two that we already have, um, obviously, we're, we're trying to think positive. Mm-hmm. But we also know that not everybody will onboard and, and stick with us. Yep. There um, will be attrition. It just happens. Exactly. So we're just hoping to end the year with 12 agents. And then um, my my goal personally for over the next year, just seeing what our volume is able to reach with these agents, uh, seeing how I'm able to perfect my listing process mm-hmm. um, with my admin uh, to be able to see myself to where we can potentially hire on another listing agent onto the team or from, you know, have, have one of my agents I'm bringing on become a listing agent on my team. Um, and then be able to, uh, honestly put a timeline to when I will stop producing. I love this. Okay. So next thing is, and I love the things you said there where you were focused on how you can perfect and help and improve your agent's production and opportunity for them to become listing agents, right? Everything you said there comes from literally a place, uh, um, a mindset of abundance, right? I didn't hear you say things like, oh gosh, you know, if we have to take away this or if we have to do this, it was all about how can you gain more time to help your agents be successful, right? And there's a huge difference there, okay? That doesn't mean you won't have attrition, you're going to, right? You'll probably have to hire 12 agents to keep six. Because people are going to come in and 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 they're going to be like, you know what, this isn't right for me, and that's okay, right? That's absolutely okay. It helps you uh, spot and appreciate the ones who do stay, right, and who want to be part of this. Yeah. So I already see you, and I love when this happens. But it's always one thing we found after we've been doing ERS for a few years is we people new new people join, and they're like, hey, do you have anybody who is like? Uh, maybe only as like two or three agents that I could talk to, right? One of your clients. And that always used to be my favorite job, right? Was to match make and be like, oh gosh, you got to talk to like Nick from Cincinnati or, you know, uh, Byron from Virginia, right? They're, they're in the same spot. You guys should totally mastermind. And then I remember I walked around the room and then I even pulled up our list of clients and what their teams look like. And I was like, oh my gosh. I go, you know what? You should go talk to Daryl. And then I realized Daryl has 20 agents now. And I'm like, oh, crap. Okay, you should go talk to Sarah. Oh, Sarah has 18 agents now. Shoot, she's not in production anymore. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, it used to be my favorite thing. I mean, it's great, right? But now I'm like, oh, all 
the agents who only usually have two or three or four agents are all of the new people who are just joining us. And I'm like, oh, it's still great because then I kind of like set them up with a mentor. Like, hey, here's somebody who is, you know, a year ahead of you. So, but I just love the fact is it's not easy. What you're doing is not easy, right? And you're doing it while selling 100 houses. There are people who are are listening to this. They're like, selling 100 houses sounds horrible, let alone being successful doing all the other stuff, right? right? And so you, I'm excited and a little bit jealous, right, of the agents because not even Jeff sold 100 houses on his own, right? I think he capped out one year at like 75. So you have to, and I I so hope he listens to this podcast so he can come (laughs) out. So, um, but that's what I want. You know what I mean? You, You have to be credited with that is not only three things I heard there that should be feathers in your cap is um, first, you're a rockstar agent who sells 100 houses a year. That's impressive. Two, you're doing it in addition to investing in um, an environment that helps your agents be successful. And three, everything you've said and the way you've said it tells me that you're not only looking, you're not looking to sell more houses, you're looking to figure out ways where you can invest in your agents, right? So this is, um, if I was in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I would probably be reaching out to you to see if I could be part of your team. Are you hiring, by the way? Because my brother just moved back down to Frisco. So, all right, I'll send you my link. (laughs) (laughs) You have a link, uh, like a recruiting link. Yes, I do. So, we, I mean, honestly, right now, I think uh, just kind of being able to process everything I've learned is um, selling 100 houses a year uh, truly was not sustainable for my mental health. Um, truly just being, I'm also a wife and a mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to create that balance and, uh, also just remember what my why is and creating that, uh, legacy in the future. I want my children to be able to grow into. Um, I realize that I can't do this every year, but I have found a lot of fulfillment seeing agents succeed within my organization. And then I started to see my organization move, um, you know, beyond me as far as, you know, I started as Danny Hampton group mm-hmm. and now we're mainly DHG. So we just pretty much abbreviate. Everybody says DHG and they usually know who they're talking about, which is really cool for branding purposes. Yep. Um, but we, you know, just taking my name out of it, but being a brand that people feel um, they feel excited to be a part of. Best of both worlds, right? You still get the cachet from what the Danny Hampton group had accomplished up to now, but you also get to uh, remove kind of the ego portion of it when you bring in new agents where they don't have to be, right? They don't have to walk into a listing presentation and say, hi, I'm Sarah with somebody else's real estate team, right? Instead, they get to be, nope, I'm Sarah with the DH group, right? This Mm -hmm. is, this is, they're not going to ask, well, where's Danny, right? Why don't, why don't I have Danny sitting in front of me? I remember right. people all the time, uh, you know, used to be like, oh, when Jeff first switched it, right, it, over to the Omaha's Elite Real Estate Group. And I would sit down, they'd be like, well, where's Jeff? And I was like, you don't want Jeff. <laughs> and they're like, why not? And I go, I go, because Jeff's too busy to be here right now. And I'm not. <laughs> right. I'm like, you want me. And so, but those were questions that we would have to battle. And I love that again, right, because we, we've talked on podcasts before, you can't fill the bank account and the ego account at the same time. Right. And sometimes we're filling the ego account, even when we didn't think we were, right? It was like, what are you talking about? And right. And you were 
you were forward thinking enough or open-minded enough to be like, you know what, where are these things that I can do to remove, to open up the possibilities for the agents coming on my team, remove roadblocks for them. I tell our agents all the time, I go, it's not just my job to educate you. It's my job to remove as many excuses as possible. And they're like, what do you mean by that? I said, it's my job to remove all of the excuses that you could possibly use so that when you wake up in the morning, your only job is to go do real estate and and not, not look around and be like, oh, there's all these opportunities for me to say, this is why it didn't happen. And that's my job as a leader for them, right? Is to educate them. One thing I want to say, because you you said, um, you talked about your why. Shameless plug, I'm actually doing the team leader Thursday call today with all of our ERS team leaders. And it is all about not only um, finding out what your why is and how to calculate it, but then we're going to reverse engineer that. We're going to go through the exercise with our team leaders so that they can do it with their agents. So I'm really excited about today's call. It's one of my most fun ones because it gets um, it gets a little honest, right? Is I always love that. It gets a little more honest and a little less surfacey. So it's one of my favorites. But Danny, I have a question for you. Everything okay. you've done is impressive. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> now, my next question is, what if I live in Seattle, Washington? And I'm like, holy crap, that, that Danny Hampton woman is impressive and I want to call and just mastermind with her. Or I'm an agent who lives in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex area. And I'm like, ooh, I want to reach out to her. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, I don't know if this sounds sad, but I definitely live through social media. Um, so I, I chat with a lot of agents across the country, um, and it's definitely across the Metroplex. I even personally had started doing my own social media coaching, nice. um, just because that has, that was how I started my business. Um, I did not have a sphere and unlike Jeff, I did not go get internet leads. Uh, <laughs> I went, I was, I was in that moment, I felt broke and I had a broke mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, I just went on Facebook and I went on Instagram and I just started connecting with more and more people there. So now, fortunately enough, fast forward, doing pretty well. Um, I'm very excited to be able to share my knowledge and everything I've learned. Uh, so a lot of people do connect with me on Instagram. So I have two Instagram accounts. Uh, one is Danny Hampton group. And then my personal one that I just I just broke apart, so I, people wouldn't stop seeing my kids and stuff on the real estate page. Yo. Um, so I did get an Instagram name that is the Danny Hampton. I love it, and I said that earlier, and I didn't even realize that is is the Danny Hampton. I love that. Yes. Okay, yes. that's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. So everybody, please reach out. And Danny, now that I know this, um, that you're, I might have to ask you to do um, to um, come in and do a guest uh, spot on one of our ERS coaching when we cover social media for our agents. Would you be willing to step in on some Monday and do that for our agents? Absolutely. I would love that. Oh, perfect. Okay, Danny, you're amazing. Everybody remember it's the Danny Hampton, right? On Instagram. Um, Go ahead and reach out to her. She's amazing. Um, Yes, she sells 100 houses. Yes, she's building a team. And yes, she has an amazing um, abundance mindset. So those are all three things that we all wish we had, right? So go ahead and reach out to Danny. um, And then always, as always, if I don't mention this, please, um, however you guys listen to this podcast, which are iTunes, Stitcher, 
um, YouTube, whatever it is, if you could uh, go ahead, download, give us a five-star review. That really helps us. Um, it helps other people see it so that they can get in touch with amazing people like Danny. Thank you so much, Danny, for taking the time to speak to not only myself, but our audience today. I know that a lot of people are like, holy crap, what am I doing? <laughs> because this Danny woman sounds amazing. And why am I not doing that as well? So just be ready. I hope a lot of people reach out to you, Danny. Awesome. Thank you so much, Andy. Thank you. Have a great day. Right, 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 right.